going to the bathroom in the dark is uh, maybe the worst problem I can <laughs> I can think of right now. That the, the world has right now. Uh, it's up there. It's maybe top ten. Uh, the the <laughs> well, list cancer's up there too. But... Uh, oh, I mean the, the list is obviously a living document that changes daily. But but yeah, dark bathrooms are not fun. Welcome to Un Uninformed. I'm Sean Seavey. Each week, Un Uninformed helps you in being connected to the world around you so you don't feel so dumb around your smart friends. Joining me this week is an entrepreneur who made it big on Shark Tank from a toilet innovation. And no, it's not Squatty Potty. Their innovation is called Illumable. Joining me is one of the co-founders of Illumable, Mike Keneally. But first, let's hear the pitch that Mike and his co-founder, Matt Alexander, made on Shark Tank. Sharks, it's time to explain the toilet in the room. Each night, millions of people awake to the call of Mother Nature. They stumble out of bed into the bathroom, and they're faced with a terrible choice. Turn on blinding lights and wake themselves up, or go it alone in the dark. Neither is a good option. So don't make that choice. Get Illumable. The Illumable is a way to do your business in a whole new light. The Illumable is a motion-activated toilet bowl nightlight. It easily attaches to the edge of any bowl and automatically turns itself on anytime you enter the room at night. So what that means is there's no more blinding lights, just a soft glow where you need to go. It's simple, small, and clean. It's modern design and state-of-the-art manufacturing means it'll light up your bathroom for years and years. At Illumable, our main priorities are number one and number two. <laughs> so sharks. <laughs> Mike Keneally, welcome to Un Uninformed. Thanks. So, so first off, <clears throat> what is Illumable? Uh, Illumable is a motion-activated toilet bowl nightlight cool so what's the current state why why does the world need a toilet nightlight sure uh in the world we have a lot of problems right and not all of them are fixable but um every night my bathroom is pitch black and i think it's something i share with most of the world uh, my bathroom is is not unique in that way but right. going to the bathroom in the dark is uh, maybe the worst problem i can i can think of right now that the, the world has right now uh it's up there it's maybe top 10 uh the, the list Cancer's up there too but... uh, oh i mean the, the list is obviously a living document that changes daily but but yeah dark bathrooms are not fun right How, where did this idea come from it was actually from a family reunion uh, what yeah so my brother-in-law matt and i the first time we really actually met was at a family reunion uh, about two and a half years ago. Yeah. And we were talking about, well, one, the, the family reunion was not very lively, so we were just chatting about normal problems, and it came down to the fact that we were both just like, man, I hate going pee in the dark. <laughs> and and instantly, well, I mean, that's like when you know, you're like instant best friends, because we both hate peeing in the dark. And um, honestly, it's something you should try in conversation too. Good icebreaker. So I hate peeing in the dark. How about you? I, you're t I mean, I don't know about like first dates and stuff like that. No, first dates, 100%. Yeah. Really? It weeds out the weirdos. <laughs> well, I think I would get weeded out. You, you know, would be. Weed. <laughs> you're a weirdo. Okay. Uh, no, but we were talking and we we're just like, we should fix that. Because, um, you know, you go into the bathroom at night. If you turn on the light, instantly your pupils just disappear. Like you, you go blind. Oh, yeah. And then when you go back to your bed, you trip over everything. Um, 
I'm married. The worst thing I can do is wake up my wife in the middle of the night. Because right. while I can fall back asleep, she can't. And so she'll keep, keep me up the rest of the night with how rude I was. Um, so we decided, we were thinking about making a lighted floor mat. And then we thought, why not just put it in the toilet? There was really nothing like that on the market. And we thought, let's make this. And it would be fun. We were going to just do it as a fun idea. On my way home from the family reunion, Matt called me. And he's like, I can't stop thinking about this. Let's start a business. <laughs> can't stop thinking about the and, toilet. Um, so it came down to, I looked at my wife and I was like, I could quit my job and start a business for toilet lights. <laughs> and so the obvious answer was yes. Uh, from her? Not from me. Oh, okay. I thought... She was. She thought I was joking, and I think she still thinks I'm joking. Two years later, I think she <laughs> she's waiting for me to be like, "Just kidding." But no, it it's uh, it's been crazy, yeah. But but you know, you said it was a joke, but it's it's not a joke anymore. I mean, you guys made it on Shark Tank. We did, yeah. Okay, so tell me about the path <clears throat> to Shark Tank. Like, how did you get from yeah where you, the family reunion to Shark Tank? Sure. So we had this idea, and we had zero money. So we decided that we would launch a Kickstarter. Um, it's a crowdfunding website. It lets you oh, yeah. pitch an idea, and then people can fund it. And as a reward, they'll get a, a product if you're successful. Um, so we raised $100,000 in a month. Wow. Yeah. And it was pretty cool. And it was it was unique enough that we got some interest from a lot of news media. You know, Good Morning America and a lot of big blogs. And we were actually contacted by some of the producers at Shark Tank and they said we've seen your product it looks pretty interesting would you want to apply and uh, of course we're like yeah that'd be great they came to you yeah, do yeah, they yeah. always do that I um, mean, you know I'm... I don't know I've heard I've heard you can go you can go um, into like these interviews and like contests to try and get on um, I think they do go out to a few products every year I'm not sure um, but they came to us and they just said would you like to be would you like to apply and so we're like yeah absolutely um, the application process was intense. It took months. First you apply, and then you have to um, prove that your product is unique, and then you go through this like pitch process where you pitch the producers, and then you pitch a second pitch of, uh, set, section of producers. And then when you're finally to the point where they think you're ready, you bring everything you need for your, your setup, and you go to Los Angeles, and you pitch even more producers. Oh. And all the way up until that day when you air or when you film, um, they can send you home. Like, they send home about half the people that go out there. So, Really? Yeah, so the thousands of people apply, and about 200 get on every year. But by the time you see it on TV, it's been pitched to other people in the Shark Tank crew. Yeah, right? well, they want to make sure that, um, well, one, that you're a legitimate business, and they want to make sure that you have... Uh, fine financials like they had someone go through our financial paperwork to make sure that we were a real business um, which was easy because we had like no money so <laughs> well, it didn't take long for them to review our books yeah <laughs> just a little excel spreadsheet yeah yeah, yeah it was it was two cells yeah oh great yeah um but no we we got on there and the first time we ever pitched to the sharks um was the day we aired or the day we filmed and it was pretty fun. Like it felt so fake. Matt and I weren't even nervous because it didn't even feel real. Wow. We're out there. We're like, look at that. Mark Cuban's huge. Like he's so tall. I had no idea. Really? And Lori Grenier is tiny. Really? Right. So like all these, I was just like, wow, this is this is insane. And then it, I didn't get nervous until the moment I started speaking. There was like this two second pause where I was like, oh crap, this is real. <laughs> and um, so we we pitched it, and in the middle of our pitch. 
like it shows it on the on the film as well but our our banner like fell over like our whole prop set just fell over and we're like oops <laughs> but yeah it falls over and um they were all kind of like well what do we do now we're like ah oh, no don't worry about it let's just keep going <laughs> and um yeah really nice guys we we made a deal with kevin o'leary um he's mr wonderful and he has kind of this persona of being you know very hard-nosed very uh, kind of a jerk right yeah but in reality, nicest guy. Like, really? Oh yeah, we've met with him several times. We talk to him quite often, and he's just—he's always so nice. He's like, "How's business? What do you got going?" Um, I think it helps that we're like a super cool product. It's a toilet light. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, so he but, loves you guys. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, currently he's running for prime minister in Canada. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. He's Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. Really? Wait, that's what surprised you. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I just thought it was an American. No, so yeah, okay. so yeah, Kevin O'Leary's running for prime minister, um, and honestly, I I I think he'd be uh, pretty good. I mean, he's good at business. And everybody but, in Canada would have an aluminable. Right. That's that's wow. a that's something we're going to try and push for. <laughs> yeah. So what did they end up offering you? How oh, on the work? show they offered. Well, we wanted. I don't remember exactly what we asked for, but we ended up um, getting an offer from Kevin O'Leary for. $100,000 for 25% of our company. Um, we had only pre-sales. We hadn't even had our product out. The products that we gave him were kind of falling apart in his hands on the show. Oh, um, just like we soldered were so, together? Yeah, we were like... so new. Um, our packaging was terrible. It was just not ideal. And so he offered us 25% and we said, yes, absolutely. And then it took six months for the due diligence to happen. So we didn't get any funding. We had hardly any uh, communication for six months. And in that time, we were able to grow it from $100,000 in pre-orders to just over a million dollars in sales. And we had refined our manufacturing process and everything. So we didn't actually need the money at that time. Um, so he reduced it quite a bit. Um, so now he's he's on our board and he has just, you know. And he's got 25%? 2.5%. Yeah, so it changed quite a bit. Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah. So, so... Less ownership, but he gave you less money. Oh, uh, he still gave us the money. Okay. Um, it was good. It was because we grew a lot, so the valuation on our company changed quite a bit in the time that, that we were doing the due diligence. Also, his main goal is to make sure that the the small businesses succeed. So um, I think his motivation in changing it was making sure that we had enough equity in the company to keep reinvesting, keep growing. And we scaled from that year to this year, we've scaled you know 600%. Just wow. year over year, which isn't insane for a lot of startups, but it has been a, a really growing experience for us. Well, that's cool. Uh, I, and, and I I talk to people all the time. They're like, oh, this is a cool idea. We should take it on Shark Tank. And like for you guys, like was Shark Tank your golden goose? Like could have you done it without it? Um, maybe. I think Shark Tank adds a lot of legitimacy to small products because you have the backing of, of someone who's been in business for years and, and been successful. But, and I know what you're saying, it, but it wasn't really a golden goose because from the day we filmed to the day we aired, it was almost a year. And that's a year without being able to say Shark Tank with it. It's a year without having much interaction with your shark. It Really, the work just gets different. It's not easier, just different. So it kind of changes how you how you work on it, but yeah, really capitalizing on the momentum of Shark Tank 
is like the key when you air. Yeah. Because people recognize it. So you're getting out there in front of 7 million people and they see your product and they see, you know, whether you looked goofy or smart, it really doesn't matter. So you had a you had a year from when they air or from when they recorded to when it aired. Just in that about, time yeah. you were just preparing for that big moment where yeah, and we no. didn't even know. You don't find out until two weeks before you air. Oh, really? Yeah, so for that, you just have to proceed as if you didn't air, right? We So we didn't even know if we would air. They said, we filmed you, and now we'll let you know. And the funding doesn't come until you air. Right, we didn't get funding until um, wow. just before that, yeah. And so we were just, we, you know, business as usual, keep pumping it out, keep trying to build up the brand as much as possible. And then, and then when we aired, I mean, all that paid off because we were able to really capitalize on the momentum we had going and then throw it in with Shark Tank and it took off from there. Wow. So there are plenty, like Utah, I feel is like really fertile ground for entrepreneurs. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I've seen how easy it is to start up an LLC. You could do it just in a few hours. Um, and, you know, there's quite a culture for it. And everybody has an idea. I was in the entrepreneurship club. Everybody has a great idea. But how do you go from great idea to great business? What's the secret? that I want to pull this all out of you. Sure, sure. Uh, for us, the secret wasn't really anything we did. It was the fact that Utah has so many people that have been successful in business. Um, that's the key. So every, I think every other day, either Matt or I was in contact with somebody talking about where we were, what we needed to do, and what we needed to avoid, right? And through BYU or, or through Utah, there are so many mentors that are out there, and they just want to share their experience with you. They're not looking for anything in exchange. Just, they just want to help people succeed. And I think that's when you can really tell that a business is successful and a person is successful is they're not out in it for themselves. They've just had a lot of really good experience, and now they want to share it. And so I think if you were to go to any of these businesses here in Utah and say, I'm interested and I'm serious, then they're going to do everything they can to share with you what they know, right? And so we've been able to sort of springboard off of the knowledge of like hundreds of people, pull it into our business, and we've avoided a lot of pitfalls, and we've hit a lot of really good breaks just because, you know, we had the knowledge beforehand. So find a mentor. That's Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. 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 And, and it... I think they they enjoy it, honestly. When people come to us, we're really new at this. And, and a lot of things we wing it, right? Which is scary in business. But but if somebody comes to us and says, I'm trying to do something and I'm stuck on this problem. If I know the answer, I'm going to do everything I can to, to yeah. communicate that, right? Because uh, just me starting out, we, we got so much help, but there's still so much. If we could have If we would have known these things beforehand, we would be in a totally different position than we are. Like, looking back, it's always easy to say, if I would have known. But now that I know, I just want to tell everyone. Right? I just want to let them know. It's it's not as impossible as it sounds. It's not like it's not like winning the lottery. It really is just a good sequence of events and the right people behind you. Wow. Uh, so you learn a lot of things along the way. Anything else? I mean, finding a mentor. I mean, I'm sure there's a dozen lessons you've learned. Anything else you can think of? Um, yeah, finding the right partner as well. Um, making sure that the people that work with you are on the same page as and you. And yours is your brother-in-law. So yeah. So I, I, I'm not sure if I'd necessarily recommend, you know, team up with your brother-in-law. Uh, but it worked for you. It worked great. So uh, Matt wasn't able to make it today, but Matt is um, very weird. 
Like, not in the awkward way, but he is so driven, right? I don't think there's been a time where he hasn't been working on an idea or, or something. I think his version of, of relaxation is coming up with ideas for business. So, absolutely, he's been like a powerhouse behind this, this whole driving force. Um, and just finding someone where you're on the same page and you know where you want to end up. That way, when you have to make sacrifices along the way, neither of you feel put out. Knowing that, okay, we're not going to have salary for a year or two years or five years. As long as you're both on the same page, it doesn't matter. But if there's any kind of disconnect between you two, then your business is going to be on a standstill until you figure that out. Do you have like a sample here? Yeah, yeah, I got lots. Really? Yeah, I'll give you a sample of the toilet light and uh, I have a sink light too. It's, oh, really? It's, yeah. Oh, cool. We're also coming out with one that kills germs and one that projects images. Wait, what? Yeah. So it's a... Uh, it's we're not sure totally on the name yet, but it's a projector illuminable. Maybe that's the name now. Like, like it, it like projects like a target? On the... A target or a face or uh <laughs> Oh, I can see how words. this get political. It's like your, your we least tried, favorite politician. We tried so hard to get it out before the elections. If we could have had, <laughs> oh. you know, I'm not going to say names, but if we could have had two candidates, right, in the toilet, that would have made, I think that would have been the unifying factor that the United States needed. If we could just put their faces in a toilet, regardless of who they are, I think that would be the the tension relief that we need, right? Wow, yeah, that's we need a release, yeah. Tension. So I'm we're gonna aim for this next election, but aim. yeah, but we're uh, <laughs> we're we're set. We've got it'll be coming out this fall, and um, it'll be in Bed Bath Beyond, Walmart, and all the main stores. But it's gonna be really exciting. Okay, so so in closing, for the the struggling person who's just starting a startup, you want to give them words for encouragement. Uh, what do you got? Well, first off, um, for anybody serious, they can feel free to shoot us an email at contact at Illumable. We'll answer anything we can if we've got time, whatever. Cool. We're also starting a website. It's 100% free. It's just tips and ideas we've had along the way that would have been helpful for us. It's um, startup-skills.com. And we'll continue to add to it. And then we have like 300 other people that are going to contribute to it. Just as they've grown what they've done and what they wish they would have known. And I think it's going to answer a lot of questions that, that a lot of startups have. Yeah. Mike Keneally, thanks uh, for uh, joining us on Uninformed. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like toilets that light up and learning other cool stuff about the world around you, subscribe to our podcast channel. Our music is provided with permission by Didi Dumbo. I'm Sean Seavey, and this is Uninformed. Thanks, everybody.